Welcome to Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hey guys, it's Olivia Caridi from The Bachelor, the girl with probably the biggest mouth you've ever seen. But now I'm using my huge mouth to talk really smart things with my favorite reality stars, influencers, YouTubers, you name it. They're going to mouth off too. Damn. This is Mouthing Off with Olivia. Okay, everyone, I watched the show Selling Sunset in about two days. Yes. And I have Heather here, who is one of the, how many girls total? Six, seven, eight? Five. Five. Way mm-hmm. off. One of the five blondes. I, I, you're not all blondes, but it feels like you're Three all blondes. Three blondes, two brunettes, and then two bald guys. <laughs> Side note, how tall are the guys? Because I need to know the truth. <laughs> how short are they? You mean how, um, how short are the twins? They are probably, I want to say like five, three, five, two. Five, two? I mean, I could, they're going to, they might be so mad at me, but. I mean, it's, it's obvious on the show. I feel like it's a pretty logical question. They're short. They're short. But like, they're so confident. They have so much swag and they're just so like confident. They definitely have swag. Yeah. And the girls that they pull, like the girls they date are like super tall, like hot, gorgeous girls. (laughs) My manager, side note, is kind of, he's probably like five, six, but he only dates like six, two models. And I think it's that thing. It's just like, if you have that swag. Yeah. It's all about the swag. Seriously. (laughs) If you haven't seen Selling Sunset, first of all, you have to watch it eight hours tops. It's on Netflix. It should be like when you go into Netflix, it should be on the trending thing or whatever. That's how I found it. And I was like, okay, I got to watch this. It's so cool. It was trending for, it might still be trending, but it was trending for so long. It was really great. We're so excited. No, it's, it's incredible. And obviously I want to start with who you were before the show, who you are in real life. And you were a playboy something. Yeah. A playmate. So I was Miss February 2010. I looked at the photos. I was 20. Let's see. Was I 21 or 22 when I shot? So I'm almost 32 now. It's crazy. You haven't aged at all. You're so sweet. So let's just start from where you're from, what your upbringing was like. Who is Heather? Yes. Um, So I actually grew up in a really small town here in California in a place called Running Springs. Literally, like, no stoplights. We had one high school, like, really small town. Like, when people find out where I'm from and they're from California, they're like, oh, wow. So, but I love it because I think it made me very, like, humble and very, um, you know, I never loved the city. I never loved being in L.A. Mm -hmm. So, I was very small town girl. When I was 18, I moved off the mountain as soon as I could. Okay. And I was working at, like, Trader Joe's. And then I got my skin, I know, I got my skincare license. I was doing skincare. And then... I had always wanted to do Playboy. So ever since I was like little, like maybe like 14, 15 years old, I was like, I want to be a playmate. And so as soon as I could, I drove myself to the mansion to a casting and I ended up getting a call back to do um, this thing called special editions for Playboy. And then my ex-boyfriend of seven years was a professional photographer and we started dating. He resubmitted my photos to Playboy uh, because he shot for the company at the time and then I got a call to do a test for Playboy and then I became a playmate like a month later. Yeah. Hef chose me. So it was really cool. So you have interacted with Hef. Yeah. Hef actually like, so before I, so I tested and then every girl meets Hef in person because he wants to like see your personality. He wants to see you in person before he accepts like and says that, yeah, you made it. So And I would go there for like game nights. I would go there for Sunday fun days. And then even like all the parties, like he always would come down to the parties. And so I knew him from that. And he, you know, he's very, he he remembers all the girls and all the playmates, even though he was old, like older when I shot, he remembers people, he remembers faces and he knows who the playmates are. And I was, you know, it's such an amazing tight community. Like my best friends are playmates. Once you've you know, shot for Playboy in some way. Does it become kind of like a sorority? Yes, absolutely. Like I just did a job for them this past weekend and it was 10 of us. And we literally are like, we just get back together and nothing is forgotten. Like we're just sisters. Like none of us fight. There's no bad. It's crazy. You would think that girls in like our situation, I've never had fights or arguments or been around any girls that were fighting in 10 years of me doing Playboy. 
Wow. And all the parties we work and everything. It's just like we're all so happy to be together and we're so mm-hmm. grateful that we are playmates and it's such a big accomplishment for us. So we're so grateful for it. And it's so much fun. Like the company is such an amazing company. So what's the mansion like? I have to know. Is it just as glamorous as I think it is? It's the same as like any pictures you've seen yeah. or anything yeah. you've seen. It literally has looked the same since like half moved in. Unfortunately, I don't know what is happening with the mansion now because it was sold and, you know, he passed away. So I really hope they make it a museum. I would love to visit. I know. I know. I feel like if you haven't gone, you have to go or like everyone should have at least tried to go to a party once. It was so much fun. I feel like everything is red suede or like velvet wood. I don't, that's my vibe. Exactly. Exactly. It's, I mean, it's it's really beautiful and he loved it. Like he's such a creature of habit. So however he had it, like he never changed anything. It's so true. Like everything is always the same. So it it's really, really neat. Did you see initial fame come from that in 2010? You know, I think like when I did it, being yeah. a playmate, it was still like a cool thing, but maybe not as much like LA is so desensitized to anything so you know here I'm not really like known as much or recognized but it definitely put me in a different category to book other modeling jobs or like acting things Mm -hmm. and kind of like gives you that title okay so instead of just being like another you know a girl in LA trying to model or trying to act or whatever it kind of gave me that that title and maybe a little bit more recognition okay and then just like being a part of like the mansion and like working on the jobs and meeting all the celebrities it was really neat Who'd you meet? Charlie Sheen. Um, what's his name? Uh, Steven Tyler. Like, I hung out with him all night one night. It was so amazing. Just, like, other actors, singers. Um, it was it was, it was, was awesome. Like, I still got to experience the cool times there, for sure. A lot of, like, athletes and... Wow. Yeah. So cool. So then, real estate, was that just kind of a side hustle? Like, when did you get your yeah. license and I, all that? I actually got my real estate license in 2000. It was like the end of 2014, beginning of okay. 2015. My ex actually kind of like was like, you know, you should do real estate. Um, you're so connected. Like, I'm, I'm just super like personable and I love people. Mm-hmm. And I, I was very connected through modeling and Playboy right. and also through him being a photographer, he knew a lot of like wealthy people and we traveled a lot. So he's like, why don't you just transition into that and kind of have it as a side thing? We knew people in the, in the business and they're like, Oh, I'll mentor you. I'll take you (sighs) under my wing. And I was like, I don't know. You know, I don't know anything about real estate. I couldn't do like numbers and freaking this much down. And I wouldn't know how to do that. Yeah. It's, you know, what's, what's good about like my job is there's people that are experts on all that. Yeah. So like, I don't, I don't have to be, I mean, I could be and I should be, but like everyone's good at certain things, right? So I'm good at being friendly and personable and like building connections with people. I'm not maybe so good at like the numbers or like the percentages or all that other extra stuff. That's what Jason's there for, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. I just have so many questions. First of all, when did you guys film the show? So we filmed last summer. But this was like a two and a half year process. So we actually interviewed for the show like two and a half years ago. And they interviewed because there's there's more people in our office than just us seven. You know, there's and so they interviewed, you know, they knew the show wanted to be revolved around the girls, like the women. Yeah. So they interviewed a few and a few of women since like they didn't want to be on camera. Like this didn't they didn't know how it was going to turn out. I mean, none of us knew anything. We were just like, took a huge, like, it, it was just, you know, we didn't know if it was going to do well, like mm-hmm. what they were going to use, if it was going to ruin our careers, ruin our lives. Yeah. Like, we just didn't know anything. So we really put a lot of trust in our creators and our producers and editors. And, um, but yeah, we interviewed for it two and a half, three years ago now. Jeez. And then. I had, during that time, like, moved to Slovakia for a little while with right. my ex-boyfriend, and um, he, who was a hockey player. Mm-hmm. And so I came back to film the pilot, and then a month later, we, told, we were told we got picked up by Netflix. And I could never imagine hearing that. And even then, like, during filming and everything, like, we still were like, oh, yeah, it's probably not going to do that well. Like, we didn't know anything. And then even, like, when it came out, 
I guess it, it well, it's sky. I mean, it just did amazing, but like, we just didn't know. Honestly, we were just kind of like, yeah, sure. It's gonna, it might do okay. Like we did not know. So you guys filmed a pilot that, I mean, I've done one of those before. It's just like a sample episode, right? Yes. But then you had to redo the whole thing. It wasn't like they used that, did they? They actually ended up using a little bit of that, like oh. some of the interviews we did from that. And I think, you know, when we filmed, it was so kind of raw and, and like real when we filmed the pilot. And I think they liked that realness. And um, uh, the interview part two was very like raw and real. And so they they took a few things from that and they and they added that in. So then when did you join the, the group? It, like you guys didn't know, obviously, at that time that there was going to be a show at all. No, our whole, our office is our office. So it's not like a fake office. No, 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 no. And so Chriselle, she's the only one that ended up joining Oppenheim Group later on. Um, she was working at a different brokerage in the Valley. And then um, they added her on to, to our show and to like our office. So we were already, I mean, I've known Jason, Brett, Mary, and Maya for five years. That's so cool. Yeah. So Jason and I met uh, um, on a listing appointment when I was showing my client his home and he was there and he saw like how connected I was in the, in, in the industry and how like many rich people I knew and how much business I had. And I was like socialite, like, you know, always yeah. like out. And um, so he saw that and he called me on the phone. He's like, do you want to come work for the Oppenheim group? But no, I mean, never in my life did I think I'd be filming a reality show at like 31 years old, you know? <laughs> Well, you guys all look 25. It's so annoying. Thank you. It's yeah, ridiculous. I think me and Christine are the youngest ones, which is wild, you know? Insane. Also asked Facebooks for some questions, so I want to make Ooh, sure fun. to get everything in. Um, everyone wants to know kind of the realities of real estate. Oh, by the way, if you haven't watched the show, it is about the Oppenheim Group, but it's like glam L.A., real estate, rich people buying $40 million homes, that kind of thing. Um, But we want to know the realities of real estate. Oh, gosh. Yeah. (laughs) How much money does the average person make in the first year? We're not expecting to make $40 million up front. No, I mean, they say that most agents like expect to not make your first like money from it for like a year or two years. That's insane. And obviously, like, I'm in L.A., so yeah. the home prices here compared to, like, if you're doing it in, like, the Midwest or yeah. other places, we do high, high-end homes. So it's not easy other places, you know? And even here, it's not that easy. Like, there's – I got lucky because within, within the first three months of having my license, I sold a $7.2 million house. <laughs> a week later, a $1.5 million condo, like, same seller. So it was, like, it happened really fast for me. Yeah. And that was just because, like, I put myself out there and I said to him, his home was on the market for, like, eight months, not selling, just sitting there. And I was like, why don't you let me try? Literally, it was that casual. And he's like, okay. okay. Do you have, like, a tally, like, a total of your career? No, I don't. I probably should, but I don't. You know, and then I also, I left for a little bit. I followed, like, I love. Yeah, you you went abroad, yep. I went abroad. So I'm back now just four months, and it's like, you know, I'm rebuilding my connections again. It's actually easier to do real estate when you're single. I... We have a lot of questions about your relationship. Yeah, because, you know, I actually didn't really announce anything about my relationship. I did a podcast not that long ago, and I talked about it because I just didn't want to disrespect him and my relationship with him because we're still really, really good friends, and we have a dog together, and we talk, like, every day. I'm I'm really close with his family, so it's a sensitive subject, but um, we're so cool, but I just don't want to hurt his feelings at all, you know? very sweet. And much mm-hmm. better than I could say about myself. <laughs> Not sure if you know this, but your girl cannot cook at all, which is why I love Daily Harvest. I get healthy, nutritious meals right in a cup that take one step to prepare. Daily Harvest delivers carefully sourced, chef-crafted food, all built on fruits and vegetables, and they can be prepared in less than five minutes. Perfect for me. You can fill your box with more than 65 different options, like smoothies, refreshing chilled soups, and savory harvest bowls, and everything stays fresh in your freezer and 
until you're ready to eat. As I said, one step to prepare. So I add almond milk to a smoothie or an avocado to a harvest bowl, and I'm getting maximum nourishment and flavor in no time. My favorite grab and go snack is the overnight oats, which should probably be a breakfast thing, but I'm eating them whenever I want to, to make sure I'm getting enough fruits and veggies. Go to dailyharvest.com and you can enter the promo code Olivia to get $25 off your first box. That's promo code Olivia for $25 off your first box at dailyharvest.com. That's dailyharvest.com. So let's talk about Chriselle briefly. Okay. Was everyone as sassy to her entering as it looked like it was? Christine, yes. Um, (laughs) I think, I mean, I don't think I was sassy. Do you? I mean. No, I just think it was more of like, who's the, who's the new girl? But that might just be standard for. It was real because like, you know, we're such a tight group that like, you know, anytime you bring someone into a new group, you're, you wonder how it's going to vibe and mm-hmm. how it's going to flow. And especially, like, I'm a girl's girl totally. Like, I love girls yeah. and I love, like, my friends. And I'm not one to not like someone just to not like somebody. You know, we were just kind of like, okay, that's interesting. Why would they bring someone in without asking us? I mean, obviously, it's their brokerage. So, like, they don't yeah. need our permission. But, you know, if something doesn't vibe well or someone doesn't vibe mm-hmm. well, then it can kind of throw everything off. So I think Christine, you know, obviously she was the sassiest about it. I liked it. It was entertaining. It was fun. <laughs> I reached out to her too, because when I was on reality TV, I was the villain. And she kind of got that whole sort of, not villain, but just sassy. She's funny as everything. I mean, yeah. she is literally like, like I said, like her heart is... I said on the show, she's a sweet girl and it, it took a little bit for us to get close and I mm. never knew we had an issue. I was going to say, are you guys close? I didn't, it, on the show. We are now. Like, we've, oh, got, okay. we've gotten closer. Um, we have moments still, but yeah. like she's very receptive. You know, we're just, we're adults. So like if I say like, girl, like you need to like, you know, pull mm-hmm. a bag or just talk to me about it. I just tell her like, talk to me. If you're having a problem or you're upset at me for something or like there's an issue, just talk to me about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she didn't like me for a while and I never knew why. Like I was just like, <laughs> I don't even think she really she knew why. <laughs> I don't know. I think she just didn't like something about me. Yeah. But I thought we were cool. Like I just was like, well, I'm oh, so glad okay. y'all are close now. Yeah. You know, we'll see what happens. Okay. Someone wanted to know your favorite part of your job, whether it's showing a home to people, making the deal, staging the home. What's your favorite? Definitely showing. Does it ever get hard to to find homes for your friends that they're, you're not getting what they're looking for or it's not the right price point? Or Yeah, you know, I think like people always think they know what they want you, or you find them what they want or they say they want and then they're not happy. And it's like it can get frustrating and it's really like time consuming. I just imagine it being like house hunters where they come in and they're like, I don't like the paint color. You know, I just have to do my best to like paint the picture for them. <laughs> Got to paint that picture. Yes. The staging, the home debacle. People were saying, I feel like Heather's the one person who can sass back the twins. What's their history like? Because never, no, you're the sassiest with the twins for sure. You know, what's funny is, um, I mean, they're like literally like my best friends in real life. We'll like go to brunch together. And I'm like, I'm kind of like when I'm single, I'm like one of the guys. Like they can like, they know everything about my life I know everything about them like I call and text them all the time we go to brunch together they pick me up to go to like coffee and tea even Brett the other day like we were together and like he pissed me off the other night about something and I I sat him down and I was like you know you really like pissed me off about this and he's like I was doing it to look out for you to protect you and I was like then why didn't you tell me you were doing it to protect me before it happened? Because I was pissed at you for a few days. And we just kind of have that like relationship. Some people think he has a crush on me. Do you I don't think? think he'll ever admit it. I don't think so. I mean, we're so close. I think like he doesn't look at me like that. I think he looks at me like a sister and very more protective. Okay. So like when he was upset about me, my relationship with my ex with Nick, um, he's kind of like that with other people in my past or even like moving forward. He's very, like he's he ver- he vets any guy that's mm. in my life. So um, 
I don't I don't know. I don't know if he likes I don't think he does. I mean I just Can I we feel get him on. Call him in. Call him in. I know, right? Should we? <laughs> Phone a friend. <laughs> I could. I would love that. Well let's actually I wanna go back to how you were initially kind of represented on the show. You were like coming back from visiting your boyfriend. They were kind of painting you as you were one foot in, one foot out, having a hard time balancing relationship and work. Was that an accurate portrayal of where you were at at that time? Yeah, absolutely. It is and was. I mean, well, not anymore, you know, but it was very hard because my career, I have to be here and I can't just get my real estate license other places. So, you know, and like I lost a lot of deals because I was gone Mm -hmm. and I dropped the ball on that. And it's like, coming back now and knowing like how much money I missed out on. And it was because of like, I could have referred them to other people in my office and that was my plan, but I dropped the ball. You know, when you're in love sometimes or your, your mind isn't in it, I just wasn't there, you know? And, um, so even a lot of times when I was traveling back and forth to see him, yeah, it was, it was taxing on me and like my, you know, I was exhausted a lot and, um, my focus maybe wasn't there as much. And, you know, you talked about him, but you never really said his name or anything like that. So it was very, who is this mysterious guy that she's dating? Yeah, I mean, he's a professional hockey player. His yeah. name's Nick. And I met him when he was, he was seven years younger than me. So oh, he nice was a baby. Yeah. So we met when he was like 21. And it was honestly just like a very easy, sweet, nice relationship. And I think like I had dated, I commented a little bit about this on the show. Um I was, I was in a seven-year relationship. We broke up when I was 27, mm-hmm. and then I was single for about a year before I met Nick. And, you know, dating in general is is tough. Awful. And dating in L.A. is, is even tougher. I think there's so many beautiful women here and, and men here, and I think people are sometimes always looking for the next best thing, mm-hmm. you know? And right. um, even if you have this amazing connection with someone, it's like – on to the next, like a week later or yep. two weeks later. And I would just, I wasn't used to dating because 20 to 27, I was with someone. Right. So it was like a whole new world for me. And I didn't understand it. Like I wouldn't understand the, like the times I'd get ghosted. Oh. I didn't even know what that meant. <laughs> and so I would get like ghosted and it would break my heart. You like got I really ghosted? Yes. Multiple By times. Who? Bunch of losers, obviously. The guys that I was dating, you know, I was dating athletes. I was dating like kind of high profile people, some normal. I mean, it wasn't all like that. Like I'm, I literally have zero type. That's, that's like, it's so funny. I I have no type. I'm so based on connection and personality. And so I think like too, the universe was like, Heather, you're not ready to jump back into a relationship because mentally I wasn't there. Mm -hmm. And then finally, when I was like, you know what, I'm happy being single. I don't need a man to be happy. I don't need a date. I'm happy being single, being with my girlfriends and just being alone. And then I met uh, Nick, my ex-boyfriend. And it was so, he was so nice and he was so easygoing. And it was just like a very, he has morals and he has values. And I wasn't expecting to get in a relationship with him. It just kind of happened, you know, and it was easy. So yeah, Three years with him. and How long of that were you long distance the entire time? Most of the time. He played in L.A. for a little bit. Okay. Um, he was signed with the Kings. And then three months, three and a half months into our relationship, he got signed with in Texas with the Stars. Oh, okay. And then, yeah. yeah. And then after that, he signed in uh, Europe. So I was traveling back and forth a lot, even when he was in Texas, to go see him. And then, Ugh. you know, Europe and... So I actually um, ended up, I mean, on the show, you see that he signed with Sweden. So I actually moved to Sweden for five and a half months with him. Yeah. Did you enjoy Sweden? I love the culture and I love the people. We were in a small town called Orebru. It was outside of Stockholm. Okay. And it was such a nice little change from LA because it was like, we rode our bikes everywhere. Yeah. I walked everywhere. The hardest thing was working. I couldn't work. You can be remote, but you still have to meet people and... Yeah. So I was kind of like living that like housewife life and hockey wife life and going into all the games, working out every day. We had our dog and I'd cook, you know, make dinner and like Mm -hmm. things like that. And, you know, nothing went wrong necessarily. It was just like I had this like moment of like, okay, I'm turning 32. 
I put my career on hold. I was doing so well. I was so successful. Like, and I'm like, what am I doing? And I'm not married yet. I don't have a ring. And like, what am I doing? You know? And I think it just kind of all hit me. Well, maybe you can be like Mary and is she the one with the boyfriend oh, Mary. who's 25? Mary? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah. you could be like that one day. I like older. <laughs> you know, the problem too is like, you know, my ex is amazing, but like that emotional capacity wasn't there. You know, he's matured a lot, but I think like age to me doesn't mean anything. Like I think someone can be an old soul like he was and, and be so ama- He was so amazing to me. I mean, he is my best friend, mm-hmm. but the emotional capacity that I needed and like the support of my career and my life, it wasn't there just because he was so focused on his and I need that, you know? And I think like older men that are maybe more established or they're businessmen and um, they know how to juggle things maybe a little bit better. So yeah, he was the youngest guy I had ever dated. So yeah, even still like youngest I've ever dated. You're inspiring me big time. Oh, you know what I want to ask about? The cell phone moment where you're... <laughs> yeah. I mean, here's the thing. I told everyone. It was hard to like try to answer people. I mean, anyone that has an iPhone, you can be on the phone and be on your home screen. It's just so the blue or it's like green in the top corner to show that you're on the phone, but you can still get off of that screen. Yeah. So that's what it was. Yeah. I don't know. I mean... I don't know what people like, I don't know. I haven't seen the screenshot in like a while, but you know, people were like, you know, fake, fake, fake. I'm like, okay, like whatever. (laughs) I I know I was on the phone. I know. But so, I mean, were you really on the phone in that professional setting? Was that embarrassing to watch? Yeah. You know, I mean, obviously like Brett gave me a lot of crap for that. Um, The problem too, with being like in a long distance relationship is like, I never knew when I was going to talk to him. And I shouldn't have like answered the call. And I knew that I knew he had stuff to tell me. And like, I was like worried, like, I just didn't know, you know? So when he called, like, I didn't know when I'd be able to speak to him again. And I'm the type of person, like, I'm really like emotional. Like I, if something, if I know something's going to be told to me, I need to know. Well, that was around the time that he was finding out that he was going to Sweden, right? So he kind of wanted to know what was going on. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, we, he had been back and forth with with his agents and like trying to figure out where he was going to sign. Like if he was going to be back in Slovakia over or over in America, like we just didn't know anything. So let's talk about the office. Is it always that clean and tidy? Yes. And how is everyone's desk perfect? Well, Jason is immaculate perfectionist. Okay. Yeah. I mean, his homes are all beautiful. He's an amazing designer. He's amazing. He, he just has that eye and he's like, we have a, you know, cleaner that comes in a couple times a week and mm-hmm. he has assistants, you know, he has like 10 assistants, but no, not really, but he has like three it's, or four okay. assistants. So, and he's really big, like he's really strict with us in the office. So like if he walks by our desk and like, it's a mess, like he'll like get mad at us. Really? Like, it's like clean up, clean up your crap. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't like mess. Is there a dress code or does everyone just naturally wear like pencil skirts and there's not a dress code but like obviously he likes us to look professional but there's some days I go in there and I'm in sweats and like if I'm not going to see clients or something and I'm just going to work in the office and he'll always like say something but you know it is what it is I can't be perfect every day (laughs) most of the time though you're probably out of the office meeting people visiting properties you know he says like the best way the best thing is for me, like the, the most business and work I'm going to do is not in the office, right. you know, like yeah. what's going to help me sitting in the office. I'm not going to be out meeting people and networking. So like even a lot of times like him and I will just go out at night and go like sit at like a bar and go to like some of the trendy spots in LA and um, we'll go and we meet clients and we meet people. Yeah. It seems like all of you, despite some maybe issues with Christine, like you all got along pretty well, I would say. W- what's the dynamic in the office like with no cameras is it similar or different it's similar i mean there's maybe we're not all there at the exact same time um we're always like kind of in and out it's similar dynamic i mean it's pretty much the same um christine and chrishell are still figuring out their situation yeah still now yeah, so it's a little awkward for that because, like, we can't all do group things because they have, you know, their issues. And 
I don't know who's going to be the first one. I think they both want to be over it. But, but they're like, like too for proud some reason, to... they can't. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. It's not getting resolved. So in that last like episode and like that scene, I don't know if you saw like noticed me at all. I mean, I wasn't the prime. I wasn't the main person. But You're talking I about like, the party where uh, Christine basically the, says Chrishell is like a liar and all this stuff. Okay. Yeah. So like we were all like, I mean, I, I don't drink a ton, but I was like, you know, we're all tipsy. We've been drinking champagne all day and like just like having fun and it was just so out of nowhere. Like I'm in the background, like literally I was smiling because I was so uncomfortable. I didn't you know what thought to do. like, how did this take this turn right now? Oh yeah. It it happened and it kept going and going. I mean, there was so much more than you guys, that you guys didn't see. Tell me what we didn't see. I need, I need more. Just like more fighting. It was like Christine just, you know, wouldn't stop. And um, so I was like, like Christine, like stop it. Just stop. Enough. Like you guys. And you know, it was just like she was drunk and she admits to that. And, um, you know, alcohol, like uh, we've all like been there. We've all like had our moments. And, you know, even like that night she called me afterwards and she's like, did I take it too far? I was like, yeah, you took it too far, babe. Like you, yeah. you were too much. There's a line and then you're way over it. Way and over she it. knows she did. And she, you know, she apologized and tried to like move past it. And I think it just, I don't know. You know, I think they both want to squash it. If you were a therapist, what could you diagnose their issue to be? You know, at this point, I don't think that there is an issue. Because here's here's the thing. Mary wasn't mad about the whole situation. Like, Mary, yeah. the person that should have been mad wasn't mad. So I understand that Christine was sticking up for her because she's a girl's girl, too. Like, she's like, you know, she has your back when she likes you. And, and um, mm-hmm. so... But I, I'm like, but Mary doesn't care. Mary's over it. Mary was like, okay, let's figure it out. Okay, we're over it. Like, move on. Yeah. And Christine just kept going. And so, like, I think it's like the battle. I don't know. I don't know. I, I literally think it's just so dumb at this point. It's so dumb. <laughs> I, it's I uncomfortable it. for us. You know, it's it's very uncomfortable because I feel like I can't hang out with certain, like, Chris, Christelle because Christine's going to get mad. And, you know, I don't know. It's just uncomfortable. So you say that there's more people within your group who just are not on the show was there any women who like wanted to be on the show and didn't get picked and they were upset about it you know I think there were some women that they maybe wanted to have on the show or I don't know how I don't know how they chose or picked but there were some of the girls that didn't want to be on the show okay and then I think like now they wish they were yeah damn it I mean you could technically add to the cast or no I mean yeah, I mean, I guess if if they fit into the vibe, yes, you know, but also you have to be comfortable with like, can't we have three cameras on us following us around? So mm. you have to be like somewhat comfortable with being yourself and being okay with like your life being out there. And, you know, like I said before, we didn't know what they were going to use or edit or like, we kind of just had to put our trust in them. And, you know, I'm very like, whatever like I just I I came into it like I'm just gonna be myself and that's all I can be I think you had a great edit I thought you were kind and nice and and you know got your shit and that was just all like I wasn't putting on a show I wasn't putting on a front that was just me you know it was just like I just wanted to be myself so I didn't have to regret anything afterwards and are there men in the office oh yeah yeah there are like you saw a cup a couple times Graham I don't know if like Graham's in our office a lot. I might have um, to watch again. I swear I never saw another man other than the twins, obviously. Yeah, Graham. There's another guy that's um, part of the brokerage, but he doesn't work from the office. He's usually okay. like, works from home. Who else? And then there's um, Eric, who's one of Jason's like main executive like assistants. Well, I went to the the website and the their big photo, there's two other guys on yeah. the our, our team or whatever. And yeah, like, so that's Peter and Graham. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then Eric is like the assistant. Um, okay. So he's not an associate. So I guess, you know, he's not a real estate associate or, you know, Ace, I guess he's not added in, but um, he is there all the time. You know, he's there. Oh, yeah. Every day. Mm-hmm. Here was a question. Is the office exactly the way it's portrayed? Just hot women and perfect desks and perfect outfits. Is there more that meets the eye with you guys? I mean, yeah, every every day isn't perfect. You know, I mean, we have moments where, like I said before, I come in with like, I mean, I don't wear a lot of makeup anyways, even on the show. I didn't have a lot of makeup Mm -hmm. on. That's just who I am. But 
I don't, I, I don't like being perfect every single day and dressing up and yeah. wearing high heels. And, um, you know, sometimes like we'll come in from the gym or like things like that. And it just depends what, what we have going on that day and what clients, um, we have to see and who's coming into the office and, um, you know what we're doing if we go to a construction site we're not going to wear our high heels and we're not going to wear i mean right. sometimes but well, i was gonna say not, that did happen that did yeah happen. that happened and it wasn't <laughs> planned but um so no not every day is perfect but yes the office is pretty much always immaculate yeah. i mean maybe there's waters or drinks or things out but um someone comes in to clean like every two uh, every like twice a week i think okay and is there ever like competition within anyone in the office for, you know, making a sale or, or anything like that? I think like there's obviously probably like some jealousy that comes into effect. Like when a girl, like one of the girls maybe gets a big listing and, and, but I'm, I'm so proud of them. Like I'm, I mean, I really genuinely like love them and love the girls and I'm proud of them. But, um, obviously I think there's probably like maybe at least the $40 million house. Everyone wanted to make that sale. Speaking yeah. of, is that house done? It's it's done. It just finished like a week ago or a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And I showed it actually to one of my clients about a month ago. And? You know, he loved it and he can afford it, but it's too big for him. He's a single guy, like 31 years old. And you would think they'd be like, nothing's too big. He has a couple other homes. So he's just like, I don't need all this, you know. Who, and who do you think would like, fit in that house what kind of person should buy I think I think like a a bachelor like a guy that's you know wants to have fun and like enjoy I mean it's such an amazing home like you just want to be outside when you're there you it's like a very sexy vibe it's it's just so beautiful it's amazing Jason posted posted on on his Instagram and I think on the I think it was like a little walkthrough thing I gotta watch the video I'm I'm it was incredible yeah it's an incredible home Christine showed it too right Christine showed it. Um, okay. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I really don't know. I mean, I, 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 or I envision like a couple, you know, like a yeah. husband, wife, or even like someone that has like a child. Like, I mean, it's, it's still, even though it's a huge, sexy home, like it still could be like for a family too, you know? What were, what was it? Like how many bedrooms again? Do you? There's, I think there's four bedrooms, but it's 20,000 square feet. So it's huge. That's outrageous. And it's the largest home of that size. Like it's the last home that could be built that size. So that's so cool. Oh. Okay. Who are you closest to in the group? Maya. And then, but Maya, you know, she had her baby yep. and she's busy being a mommy and um, she's been in Miami. So Mary and I have actually gotten a lot closer. Great. Yeah. Since I moved back from Sweden, me, Mary, Jason, and Brett have hung out a lot. Mary dated Brett? Jason. Oh, see, I can't even tell them apart. Yeah. How do you tell them apart? I have from the beginning. I don't know. Do I they mean, have like a mole or something that is different? I feel like they have matching moles. Maybe, I know Brett has, does he have a mole on his face? Jason doesn't? I don't know, but I mean, I don't know how I tell them apart. I just can't. I have twin friends that I'm like, if you did not have a scar on your face, I would not know who you are yeah I can tell them apart perfectly but some like it was so funny like our producers are like a lot of like the camera guys like they could not tell them apart it was hilarious Kayla Schiffer said what's the craziest story you can share from showing a house or during an open house my realtor had a crazy experience about walking in on the sellers having kitchen sex do you have any crazy stories (laughs) like that (laughs) Nothing sexual like that, thank goodness. But the $7.2 million house that I was selling um, in Santa Monica, I was like on the beach. Okay. I came in one day and there was like someone squatting in the house, like someone like living in the house. What? Yeah. Like, and they like ran out the window when I came in and it happened like three times. And I mean, being like a single, like young woman, like by myself, like walking into a home and like someone living there, like a man, it freaked me out. It would freak and, me like, out. In a $7.2 million home on the beach. You know, it's, it's wild. Mil. I wonder yeah. how he even got in there. Through the window or through a door. I think he like pushed through. Like it wasn't, the, this door had to be like fully locked on the bottom and the top. It had like double locks. And I think he pushed through it and got in. That's So yeah, he terrifying. was living in the house. Terrifying. Speaking of uncomfortable situations, I have to wonder how often we saw it with Maya. Men who hit on you, 
I don't know, and any situation like that, has that happened to you or does that happen to you girls a lot? Unfortunately, yes. I think, you know, it's, it, it sucks because I don't know, you know, it's, it's, it sucks. It's hard because you, you don't know if they're telling the truth, like, Hey, okay, let's meet for coffee. And, um, are you actually interested in buying a home or do you just, yeah, like I had this $20 million home. And like, there's been times where I'm like, well, God, do I not go and risk like missing this opportunity of like getting this listing? But then like in the end, usually like they just want to date me or, you know, see if they can, I don't know. And like, so I always involve Jason and, um, and I'm like, okay, we'll come to the office and meet meet my broker and meet my partner. And then Jason will get involved. And mm-hmm. it, it, it sucks because you don't know. And it's like them, these men try to like conquer and they try to use that. And I just think it's really low. You know, it's really low to do that. I just that. can't believe that one guy was like, yeah, I'm on camera. So I'm going to be a dirty dog and hit on my, even though she was like, I'm married. Married. But he just wouldn't stop. I'm like, dude, you're on camera. How do you think mm-hmm. this is going to work for you? Yeah, he did not look very good. He looked like a total jerk. He looked like (laughs) such a douche. Okay, another question. What is the most expensive house you've sold? Mine was the 7.2 million. Was the seven? Yeah. I've had like a few in the fives. I've had some in the threes, twos. So it's been, but that was was my biggest. But I have like a few coming up that are around 20 million. So holy bananas. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. So Dana Denton said, any advice for realtors just starting out? What's your best marketing strategies, things like that? Yeah. So, so our office is really big on marketing and Jason is amazing. Like that's why one one of the reasons why I love um, working there too, because marketing is huge for him and huge for us. And like we have billboards, we have like we have like really professional magazines that go out a huge database of clients that um, we send everything to. I think if, if people are just starting out, get with a broker that can like really guide you Okay. and has a lot of listings that you can go and sit um, open houses and get experience with and just get with someone that can mentor you because it's tough. It's really hard in the beginning. I just feel like there's so many realtors that it's, maybe hard to differentiate yourself or to prove that you got it. I think it is. You kind of have to have like a special personality. It's all about personality in a way. Yeah. And, and, you know, like be, you have to like know that your clients, like sometimes like they can be difficult, but it's like in the end, you're the one, like I, you know, I'm getting so much money from these, these sales that like, I'm going to suck it up, you know, like every job has tough times and, Every job, it's not going to be perfect every single day. And I'm pretty damn lucky that, like, I can travel, you know, right. relatively, like, when I want. I can live a very, like, nice, comfortable life. Like, I have an amazing life. So, like, mm-hmm. the times that it's hard, I'm just kind of like, okay, but look at my life, you know? Yeah. Don't And I get to people. do something that I love. And I get to, like, you know, go get coffee in the middle of the day with my best friends. Yeah. And, like, you know, I bring my dog to work be on this on sunset boulevard in this beautiful office every day that's inspiring and um, look at multi-million dollar homes esther carden says what's the secret to getting a good deal on a home you mean from there like if they want to buy buy something yeah getting a good agent that can negotiate (laughs) (laughs) hiring me no um (laughs) you know knowing the market and knowing um the comps in the area and trying to come in with mm-hmm. not a lot of baggage, like come in with um, ca- like, you know, as much cash down as you can or come in with like really good credit, have everything lined up before you go into it so that you don't miss out on. Cause a lot of like times, like you're putting in an offer mm-hmm. and there's 10 other people putting in that offer, you know? So you right. want to make sure yours is a clean offer. You want to make sure that all your ducks are in a row before you totally. uh, proceed. And um, yeah, having a good agent that's well connected because like knowing certain agents can make or break a deal. Like I can call and be like, hey, I'm from the Oppenheim group. People know our name and know right. who we are. So maybe they're more likely to work with us than someone they don't know. I love this question. Carter Barrow said, has the show had a positive impact on your sales in general? Like are people coming to you from seeing you on the show? Yeah, you know, we've actually... um We've got a lot more traffic. A lot of it was kind of fake, you know, it was yeah. like 
oh, like I'm looking for a $20 million house. I'm like, oh, sure you sure. are. You know, it's yeah. so a lot of people, I think, just wanted to talk to us and see like, I don't know. I don't know why people do that. It's so strange to me. Right. But like, why do you want to fake it? I just don't get it. But we've had a lot of people like their interests spiked and like maybe now knowing like our office is even more well known than it was and maybe and it legitimized like us women as agents where maybe before I'm like I'm a real estate agent and people are like mm, sure you know like whatever you're just a model in LA you know or something so act- I think it le- yeah. yeah legitimized legitimized us women as boss bitches you yeah, know so totally. people would men that maybe wouldn't use us before they want to use like a guy that's like a top agent now they'll use us you know I hate that shit. Side note. I know. I do too, but it's reality, right? I know. It really is. Another favorite question. Linda Shaw. Are there any celebrities you have shown a house to or sold to? A couple of athletes. If you can say. (laughs) I mean, like a well-known baseball player um, and then a really well-known like basketball player. I was involved with his home. So I don't know if I can say or not. We don't know where they live. Is there like a HIPAA violation for realtors? No, I guess it doesn't matter. It's just like kind of privacy. Um, so it's a, ba- a, a baseball player. Yeah, a baseball player, a, a well-known baseball player. player, and then a basketball player. Yeah. Bam. And then I've had like a couple like, um, you know, actors and things like that I'm showing homes to currently still. So we Jason can- gets a lot of celebrities. Um, I get a lot more of like kind of socialite business people like businessmen type yeah like models or friends or other playmates things like that well here's the money question let's do it season two you're going to evade (laughs) it you're gonna say i don't know you'll have to wait and see it's not announced yet and we've gotten really good feedback so it's looking good so people are asking me all the time and I wish I could say more, but I just don't know more right now. So, You're but it's looking know. really good. You guys, I just, we need people to keep watching, watching, watching. I'll tweet about it every day for like a year. If I have Thank to, you. You're the best. I'd seriously, I, it's such a binge worthy show. I, I didn't take my eyes off the screen and I felt like it, it happened so quick. It's really easy to watch and it's, so it's like, it's quick, you know, the, it's yeah. 30 minute episodes and it's like, you want to know what's going to happen. Right. And, um, you know, it's the music was good. Like it, it was just so, it was filmed so well. It just was sexy. And it's funny. Cause wasn't it, it's by the same person who does the Hills, right? Yes. Cause they Adam, have very yes. similar vibes to me. Yes. He's amazing. Okay. He's just brilliant. And like, that's the thing. We had to just put our trust in him because right. we didn't know the first season going into something like you just don't know. That's so, so we just had to be like, okay, cool, whatever. I'm so here for it. I love it. And you know, we got nominated for a critic's choice. I saw you guys didn't win, but I, how great that you were there. Pretty huge for a first season, you know, and um, we went up against like a lot of amazing shows and Shark Tank ended up beating us, which if we're going to lose to something like that's Shark Tank is like a to lose to. great show. Yeah. And yeah. ours was in the category of like business, you know, so yeah. they're like the ultimate business. And um, well, the good thing, too, is that you could kind of be in a, a s- several categories. You could be in like business, yeah. but then also drama. Yeah. I think like hopefully if, you know, if we do another season and we get nominated again, hopefully we will maybe be in a different category and we right. have a better chance at winning. But um, it was just such a fun experience. It was so, it was so amazing to do something like that. And um, our adrenaline was just going so, so, so much. And it was, it was really fun. I, I loved it. Here is actually my last question for real. Has Justin ever been to any of your parties and he, or he, does he just not want to be a part of it? Yeah, he, he was at, like, our rap party and, like, um, actually the Critics' Choice Awards. He was there with us, and we all okay. went to dinner after. He can't be on the show. It's a violation for his contract. Um, I see. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, he can't. I mean, obviously, he's so supportive of Chriselle, and, yeah. and he's, like, the nicest man. Like, they're so cute together. And um, when I met him, he was just, like, you know, I – when I first like originally wait, I'm trying to think like I didn't know what his show was at first. This and is like us, then that I, one? I ended up yeah I okay. ended up binge watching it when I was um, like li- uh, visiting Nick at one point. Okay. And I came back and I was like, "That's your husband? <laughs> like what?" 
And when I first met him, he was just so like, oh, congratulations on like everything. And congratulations on your show. I'm like, congratulations on my Hello. show. You're on like, this is us. Like what? Side note, so, people, if you don't know, Chriselle is married to Justin Hartley, who is, uh, I forget. Why do I not remember his name on This Is Us? He's um, the Manny. What's the his Manny. name? Um, yeah. Oh my God. I know. I can't think of it right now either. Chrissy Metz is, oh my Are you all caught up on everything? I totally caught up. Yeah, Wait, I'm not. I'm so annoyed that I, I can't, r- Randall and Kevin. What's Kevin? Kevin. Kevin. Good, good girl. Yep. Good girl. He's Kevin on This Is Us, but yeah. he never made an appearance in season one, and I was always hoping that he would show up. We would love it, obviously. Of but course. He just, yeah. They're, you know, they have to be careful, the networks and like different things like that. And, um, yeah. So, like, I don't even know if I could go and be on, like, another, like, my really good friends are on Shots of Sunset. Yeah. And, like, I don't, I don't even know if I can be on theirs. You know, it's just like, you just have to be careful with stuff like that. So, contracts. I know. Okay. Heather, tell everyone your social media things. Yes. And then if anyone, has 20 million to spare. Maybe you can also share some info if someone wants to buy a house from you. <laughs> yes. So my social media is Heather Ray Young and Ray is R-A-E. Mm-hmm. And all my social medias are the same. DM me. I'll answer them. It might take me a few days, yeah. but I will answer. Um, and then if you would love a $20 million house, <laughs> I have a property right now that's probably like, it's six months from being done. It's in Beverly Hills and the view is like incredible. It's like stunning home. It has like the most giant water fountain, like not even a fountain. I don't even know what it is. It's like a yeah. water round, structure. Like gorgeous water fountain when you walk in. Yeah. It's like in the house. And um, yeah, so it's, it's, it's ready to go soon. So or if you have 40 million to spare, there's also... Yeah, 44 million actually. 44 million. And you can't even have just 44 million to spare. You need to have like a couple hundred um, or else we won't even show it to you. I have it. I'll come visit. Thank you so much. Please. Very interesting. Will you come visit me? I would love to. Wait, where do you live? You're in Texas? So I'm in Texas, but I, I work for Delta. So I, I fly everywhere all the time. So if you were like, come see the house, I'd be like, I'd be there in 10 seconds. How fun would that be? I know. Yeah. I feel like we'd be friends. Yeah, I, I love can just it. Come- feel it. Well, Heather, thank you for chatting with me. That was so fun. So fun. It went by so quick. Thank you. I'm trying to get a hold of Christine because I got to talk to the she villain. She just got too. back from Europe. Yeah, so. she told me she was on vacation. So I'll give yeah. her a few days to, to get yeah. settled. I'll text her and like let her know I just did a podcast with you. Yeah, so so yeah, she's great. You'll and love I'll, her. I'll send you a little image to, to post so everyone will listen I'm to so this. I'm so excited. Team season two. Everyone tweet at Netflix. Give us season two. Watch it. Follow me on Instagram. Do all the things. Buy all the things. Yes. Save up your millions. Do it. Yes. Come see me for home. Bye, hun. Bye, Bye, you guys. Mwah. Mwah.